Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, what's up? We're back. It's the guys. We're going to talk about some random stuff today. I'm your host Scott. I'm here with John. Yo, what's up? Whoa. Hey baby, what's up? <laughs> and Dustin? <laughs> That's my line. Hey baby, what's up? Sounds like I need to make it my line. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Are you guys done fighting over your line? I don't know. Why don't you share? Give us a few more minutes. Can't you both this? have it's the my same line? line. <laughs> I it's not your line. It's my line. You I don't totally know, stole man. it. I might have to. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. You'll be the first to tell. All right. Now that we've got that settled, Dustin, what have you been up to? Um, I had surgery last week, so I spent a lot of time on the couch recovering from that. And uh, So what did they find? Did they go in and what, what were the results? Did um, you have the minor or the major surgery? So the minor surgery would have been them being able to repair everything and then me having to stay off of it for six weeks. Uh, which was not what happened. So I had, um, I guess, the less recovery time surgery, but it was actually worse than they thought. So originally they just thought I had a single tear in the meniscus. Meniscus was more damaged and had multiple tears, and so they had to repair. They basically just cut the two tears out of the meniscus instead of suturing it or stitching it back together. So they cut those two tears out and kind of cleaned that up, and then uh, there was a little bit of concern about uh, my kneecap in front of my knee. There were some fissures that they had found in the MRI behind my kneecap, which indicates some damage. Uh, when he got in there, it was a lot worse than he anticipated. And he said it was just kind of a big bowl of mush. And so um, he cleaned it up the best he could and said, you're pretty much bone on bone. And instead of having... 15 to 20 years before knee replacement, we're going to change that number to about 7 to 10 years. So that's kind of where I'm at. So you have to gimp around on your broken knee for 10 years? Well, so before the surgery, I was kind of questioning even if I should have the surgery. I started feeling pretty good. Uh, But there was a few things that were lingering. Um, I can already tell that some of those things were gone, um, and I think that's related to the meniscus. The problem that I'm being caused by my kneecap which is up and down stairs uh up and down hills um i think still exists but i think that'll get better um because you know it's only right less than a week into it but i don't know i'm hopeful and i didn't feel like you know you know 10 years from now it'll be a perfect mechanical knee and then i won't have to worry about it welcome to the bad knee club yeah i already had bad knee before oh and I just have to say that in those shorts with that shaved leg, you're looking mighty sexy today, dude. Thanks. One. You're like a cyclist. Leg. Yeah. This one over here is still hairy gorilla grape. That's like the hiker's leg, here. and that's like the cycler's leg. You, you need to fix. You need to shave your other one too, to so you match. I know. I'm, I'm going to. It was, what does your wife think? It was funny when they shaved my leg. They didn't shave the whole thing, so they stopped. So I have a pair of ankle socks and tennis shoes on. They stopped about 
two and a half inches. <laughs> so you had like this so furry like, collar on the so bottom had, of your leg? I still had the crew sock of fur go, <laughs> going up. And then they shaved. And then they left this great big giant patch on the back of my calf that they didn't shave off. And so that was one of the first things. The first time I was able to shower, I went in there and I just took my beard trimmer and trimmed all that off. And then my kids laughed at me. Why didn't you do the other leg? And I, at first I wasn't going to do it, but I have so many comments from people now that I think I'm just going to shave the other one off. You didn't use your wife's pink razor? No. She uh, she doesn't have one. Doesn't she uh, steal yours? Yes. From the Dollar Shave Club? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did, does your so, wife like your shaved leg? Does she think it's sexy? <laughs> Probably not. It's prickly. It's not like uh, as it's smooth. prickly now? It, well, it never was like it. I mean, it was just done with a beard trimmer even at the hospital. They didn't like shaving cream and razor it so that's what you should do <laughs> shaving cream and <laughs> yes. razor no i think i'll pass well that's exciting for you um john well i've got my typical fantastically interesting life to talk about uh lots of things that i've done like i watched a movie and i john you weren't playing destiny this week so you had to have been doing something I What'd you do? <laughs> you make me sound so boring. <laughs> you make you sound so boring, dude. No, uh, <laughs> no making anybody make you sound boring. I, uh, my brother came into town. That was fun. Okay. Well, there's and, something. And uh, we went out to eat at Tsunami, which we really like. That's a sushi chain in the valley. They have a couple locations. And... Um, we basically just gorged ourselves, and he paid, and it was fantastic. And uh, was it really that good, or was it just good because you didn't have to pay for it? Both, dude. Free sushi is always better. Both is just good all the way around. I don't even know what the bill was. I never asked, and I ne- and I never looked. But um, we got two cheesecakes, and they're small. They're they're like uh, as big around as a baseball bat, maybe a little a little more big around than that, but that's your, that's your serving. One of those is eight bucks. So that's 16 bucks right there. And then we got a couple bowls of ice cream. I think those are six or eight bucks on top of your sushi. On top of the sushi. Yeah. So, I mean, just dessert alone is like, I don't even know, 30 or 40 bucks. You have a nice brother. Yeah. He, he, uh, he's in the gardening profession and does very, very well with that. Nice. (laughs) So anyway, he owns a farm. He owns a farm and uh, actually a warehouse. But yeah, (laughs) he sells the farm goods. He he sells out of a warehouse the farmed goods. So (laughs) he has a (laughs) what? What state does he live in again? California. Oh, he has a fruit stand. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fruit stand. So an organic fruit stand (laughs) that you can just get. He sells herbs. Yeah, he does. Herbs and spices, mostly herbs. <laughs> so anyway, so that was fun, um, and him being around was fun. We always enjoy him. Oh, you know, another thing I did, a buddy asked me if I would go see the Muse Drones concert in theater. So they filmed their concert, and then they did, like, a movie of it, in, and they had it play in a couple of theaters in the Valley. And I went and did that. And I really enjoy Muse, the band, and Drones is a fantastic album. And the concert was phenomenal. And the theater had the sound too loud, just like at a concert. So I had to plug my ears, and then my friend made fun of me. 
And he's like, you're missing out the real experience. I'm like, if my ears are bleeding, I'm also missing out on the real experience. So anyway, I guess I'm old. Not as old as you two with bad knees, but I guess I'm... You are old when you start plugging your ears at the concert. Yeah, (laughs) when you're the lame guy (laughs) plugging your ears because it's too loud. Turn to have these hooligans turn this here sound down. But anyway... uh, I like Muse for the most part. They're very good. they're very hit and miss for me. I either really like it. Or I'm not a big fan of it. So what have? Okay, this is a tangent. Like a, but a I three or four cur- track album. Yeah, where you like three or four tracks, and right? Then the rest exactly. Of it's not listenable. Well, that's actually okay. Well, hold on. If we're being fair, three or four tracks on any album's actually a lot to like. I mean, what? there are not very many albums that I like more than three or four tracks. So for me, a three or four track album is a great album, and on a lot of their albums, I only I buy CDs like that I can listen to the whole thing. But you don't buy CDs anymore. You have Spotify. True. You know, and I have Apple Music. So to me, it's a great album. Uh, and they have a lot of great albums. And great albums are like, I like five songs or more. That's a great album. If it's a crappy album, I like maybe two or three songs. If it's a one-hit wonder, I like one song, you know. From the whole band, you know, not even one song on an album. But anyway, they're they're good. And I could see how they're hit or miss. I mean, it's, uh, my brother also enjoys uh, Muse, and the the albums he likes are different than mine. Music's relative, I guess. But anyway, so I enjoyed that. That was fun. Um, I did not play really any Destiny. I know. To, to Scruffy, what I said. To Scruffy's dismay. I told you you didn't. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't kidding. Destiny. <laughs> People probably thought I was kidding because they wouldn't believe me if I told them you didn't play, but I was not kidding. You did not play. Yeah. I didn't play much either, so. Part of that is that... Um, you don't text me when you get on. You just sneak on. And what, by you, I'm pointing at Dustin. So I don't know when Dustin's playing. I don't text playing. you and I get on either. I, and Scott doesn't text me. And then the only one that does text me without fail is uh, Scruffy. But I don't really want to hop on to just play with one other person. The, I, the last couple of weeks that I... So last week, I tried to play, but I was taking some Percocet. <laughs> And it was bad. I so wish we would have played with him. On no, some drugs. I, I couldn't play. It made me sick. Like, oh really? Like, I, I don't like do, dizzy. I don't do good with painkillers, anyways. Yeah, nauseous. I got really sick, and so I only played twice. The last couple of weeks, though, I've been working on my second character, and mm-hmm. so I've trying not to play with anybody but my friend David because we're working on our characters together at the same time. And so, like, people have been inviting me to play when I jump on, but I've just been kind of recluse and the two of us have been playing or I've been playing by myself because the first character, I went through that storyline and did everything really fast. Mm -hmm. And so the second character, I kind of wanted to take some time and, and kind of play the storyline. And so who was pushing you to go fast through the first time you went through the story? (laughs) Everybody, not just, (laughs) I mean, everybody, everybody wanted to get to the point where I could play (laughs) online. And so, um, who me. was the one clearing the level before he even got a chance running me. ahead of him and killing everything and so he didn't even get to do anything so John it was, wasn't me it was kind of it's kind of fun to and so I'm I'm at the last I'm at the I've hijacked the ship and I'm ready to fight Gaul I'm going through that part of the story so spoilers I, I'm almost done with the campaign and then I'll yeah, start yeah. the other two games um, you do realize though I mean that's good that that David's playing with you, but you do realize we can play with you and help you through it without going too fast. Can no. you, John? <laughs> there, there's a reason can why you? there's a reason why we're playing okay. together or okay. playing solo. Okay. All right. 
we're working on that second character. Um, don't forget also that you want to up your light on the character that you're not trying to spin up. That's something you want to do. So my plan was was to work on that on my primary character last week while I was down, but I was I couldn't play. And even after I stopped taking the Percocet, I only took the Percocet for like three days. Um, even after I stopped taking the Percocet, for some reason I had a hard time. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't play. And so I've only played in the last like I've only played one time. Wow. Um, that that I was able to play, and I worked on that second character. Oh, so, so to that point, um, we did get some clan engrams this week, and you can only bank so many. So you do want to go to the tower and make sure you grab your stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, to the point that I wasn't on really last week, and this is something that I had to explain to Scruffy. I'm to the point again. I'm 385 across the board. I don't have anything to do. So until August 1st rolls around with Solstice of Heroes, I, I'm on right. to, I'm on to play you with you. If you, if you want to get your guy to 385, I'll hop on to a Nightfall with you or whatever. Or we can grind you know, right. the Nightfall to get a gun. But What have you been up to, Scott? That's way more destiny than people really care about. So let's uh, move on. <laughs> what have I been up to? So I finished up the World Cup. Viva la France. Who won? I would Viva say la France. France. <laughs> oh, I thought that was like part of the World Cup or something. Viva like. la France. Okay. The France, France won. The, the France I was actually cheering oh, for Croatia. Wee yeah. wee. Oui, oui. They're kind of the underdogs. Were they against France? Yes. Wow. So it was Croatia it's versus France. a pretty France. small country. They're, they're the smallest country, In the second EU? smallest country to ever reach the final. Oh, wow. Who anyway, was smaller than them? I don't know. Wow. Might have been Uruguay or some, I don't know. Costa Rica. Costa Rica has never made it. But anyway, so that was fun. I was cheering for Croatia, but I was pretty sure France was going to win. I thought the winner uh, of the France-Belgian game, that was the real championship for me because I think those were the two best teams. Mm. So that was fun. I don't know what to do at night anymore now because I've been watching soccer almost every night for a couple, about a month now. I've got, I've got an, an idea. I've got an idea. I've got a nights. better idea than John. <laughs> no, i got a better idea <laughs> I got a better. <laughs> All right, you go first. <laughs> Come finish your stinking smoker <laughs> so your barrel gets out of my shed. Mine's better. What's yours? What's up, baby? <laughs> hey, baby, what's oh, up? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. You already I'm ruined so it. Sorry, it's not mine. I'm still working on my my pirating of it. My borrowing. So yeah, now that that's over, we've been doing that. Um, Ethan's been playing some soccer. We're re- we're redoing our upstairs. What? Like remodeling it or just rearranging No, just kind of redoing the way we, because we kind of had it, you know, we had that couch up there and it kind of separates it into two spaces. We yeah, the half moon couch. Yeah, the sectional. Or the half circle or whatever. That thing's That's falling awesome. apart. What? That's awesome how it separated the room into two. Uh, we're, we're making it so it's one big room so people can actually talk to each other when they're trying to play video games together instead of still two instead TVs. Of talking over the couch. Yeah. What? Holy moly. Was that an asteroid? <laughs> Did the mountain what was just a get giant hit? giant apple-shaped asteroid. Oh. That would be a cool asteroid. <laughs> um, so we're in the process of kind of just going through that. We kind of, When we moved in, we kind of set it up, and we just kind of left it, and we haven't really touched it since then. So I guess it's a couple of years later. <laughs> we decided we should probably go up there and... <laughs> How are you going to do your TVs? Is that the same? Yeah, TVs are going to be the same. So just literally got rid of the couch and that was it? 
Uh, kind of. But we're but that couch is a big deal as far as the feng shui of the room. Right. Really so your kids are getting older. Did you? I, they had a lot of toys up there. Is there a lot of toys that you're? They're kind of growing out of, and you're getting yeah. Get that's rid of? part of it. Getting rid of some of the stuff. I you're mean, it's pretty cluttered up there. We're not getting rid of the toy wall, but we're getting rid of some of the stuff on the toy wall. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff they don't play with. We'll we'll probably keep some, box it up for grandkids someday. You know what would be wow. cool is to mount a whole wall of TVs in your house. That would be cool. That would be cool. That's what I want. Okay. Yeah. So. I want th- four TVs along that wall instead of just two. So, I, you know. That would be cool. My brother, the farmer, is buying a house. And <clears throat> the house he's looking at, um, the, the guy selling it has almost a wall of TVs. He has two or three TVs on the same wall, and then he has TVs all over the house. I was like, "How many? How many TVs?" As he show, he swipes through the thing. Just TVs ever? How many TVs are in this guy's house? And I think he said something like twenty-one. Wow! Hmm. Sounds like you're heaven, John. I mean, Mister, I, I watch TV and play Destiny and read my phone and do all this at the exact same, time. At the same and time. And I get my news and I watch my Twitter feed. I uh, know. <laughs> Sounds like your ideal place. <laughs> I just thought that was crazy. First of all, 21 TVs, that's not cheap, you know, but a wall of TVs would be fun. TVs are getting so cheap now. You can get, a, you can get a decent TV for three or 400 bucks. So brother's girlfriend asks, what kind of TV do you have? What kind of TV should I buy? And I'm like, well, this is what I have. And they're like, wait, is it these stats? Yeah, that's it's these stats. Well, it's 500 bucks right now at Costco. Yeah. I paid $1,000 for it two years before they did. Right. Just two. Only two years. That is not very long. And it's half the price now for the exact same TV. It's, a nice, it's a nice TV. It's a 4K nice TV, you know? You know, I've always been opposed to hanging a TV on the wall. That's the like, only way I do it. I, I'd been opposed to it, but I hung a TV downstairs in our ping pong room where our ping pong table is, mm-hmm. and I love it. Like, I would really like to hang. Is the other one at the cables? bottom of the stairs not hung? No, it's just on, it's on a, a stand. It's on a stand, oh. yeah. That's yeah. the only one I have hung. Did you run cables up through the wall so they're not dangling? I did, yeah, and that's where I accidentally drilled through the backside of the wall oh. <laughs> into the kitchen. <laughs> into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. There's a kitchen downstairs. So, um, kitchenette. Yeah. Oh, you're right. To the to as the you east. walk down that hallway. So, yeah. I I hung the TV, and when I went to run the cables down through the wall, they had a two by four going across. Yep. So I got my drill bit, and I drill was drilling holes through that crossbar two by four. You know what that's for, right? Fire protection. Yeah. And Fire so, suppression. So I was drilling through that, but it's an interior wall. It's bare on both sides, so they really didn't need to put it on there. So I, I started drilling through that two by four and I got through one hole and I started running through cables. I'm like, oh, that's not big enough. And so I, I started drilling another one and it was like, boom, right through. And I was like, oh, that was pretty good. So I started another one and boom, it went right through. And I was like, hmm, why do I see light in the hole now? <laughs> so I walked around the other side of the wall in the kitchen. There's a great big giant hole. It went through the drywall. Son of a... <laughs> so, it went through the two by four too, but then it went through the drywall. So I've patched that. I just need to finish the repair. That is funny. Cool. What were we talking about? We were talking about TVs, the World yeah. Cup, being bored. You random stuff. Room. It's pretty. Random. We're pretty random, aren't we? Yeah. If you had your upstairs TV room, I don't know how you're going to do it now, but like, well, tell me. If you had it at that end where the the wall is, 
and then you, you mean brought, where the window is yeah the window is so you have your wall and then you put you know three tvs and then built a couch that was a big u-shape at that end of the room because then you kind of walk into the room and then you could you know you could still have all of the stuff that's at the other end when you walk into the room but you could make that whole end like three big wall tvs and just the windows in the couch way. and couch no the couch is on that wall so so your pitch you have your pitch you right know? put the tvs on the same wall but just move the east wall yeah just move three put three your tvs mounted on the wall so that they could all come together and touch um, and then make couch seating like that's a what big, we're kind of doing U we're shape. doing a big kind of a big l shape so you didn't get rid seating. of the couches you just changed the way we, get, have we're get, we got a new couch oh you did get a new couch do you have pictures i haven't got it yet okay it's coming it hasn't been it hasn't delivered, been delivered. Nice. Um, so you're not couches. keeping the happening couch, but you are keeping that kind of like your couches will be on the west wall and the south wall. Did basically. you solve your AC yes. problem? No, I still need to figure that out. It gets really hot up there. So <laughs> you got nothing on me, dude. I got a swamp cooler at my house. I we we it's actually miserable. were talking this weekend about putting a swamp cooler in just for upstairs, just to. But they're too big. They're way too big to, I, to oh. do it for the upstairs. Oh, but you don't want to do a window mount, right? Make one, it right? so humid. I don't too. really want to do a window mount. They have a really cool window mount one at Cal Ranch that's only like this thick. A swamp cooler or an air conditioner? It's a swamp cooler. Hmm. But it's only like, I mean, it's it's still pretty big, but it's it's super thin and it's a white plastic, so it doesn't look like a big, ugly. Just swamp remember cooler. how an air conditioner works. Swamp cooler. Air conditioner. Swamp cooler. And air conditioner works by taking humidity out of the air. Yes. And swamp cooler puts it in the air. Yes. So throwing a swamp cooler upstairs may cause Not attacks. if I kept the door closed and opened the upstairs window. There's no return in the upstairs loft? What? There's no air return in the upstairs mm, yeah, loft? Yeah, that's true. There is. It's going to suck it down. So I could block it. You could do a mini split. But you're fine. People add humidity at the at the furnace in most houses. You may even add humidity already, right? Because you got usu- a newer furniture. They usually only add furnace. humidity in the winter, though. Maybe. I'm know. just saying. I just need to come careful. up with something. Yeah. A mini split would be a little more, a lot more expensive than a swamp cooler, but it would add its own. A what? A mini split. So What's a mini split? It's like an air conditioner baby, and they do it where you already have an air conditioning system. It's just smaller, and they'll run a line to it, and they'll. Do you need a mommy and a daddy air conditioner to have a baby air conditioner? No, you can have. Does it cry at night? Do you, you have to feed it? You can you have, have to change a, its bottom. You can have a baby bottle. Uh, you so know. you just adopt it. Yeah, and it's smaller, and it doesn't. It's not part of your furnace. It's separate. It has mm. its own um, thing. But my buddy put one in his loft and made it so much more comfortable. Well, there you go. Maybe I'll look into that. And it's more powerful. So like you can you Ooh. can get a range of sizes Upgrades. and have it be very comfortable, vroom, vroom, but they're upgrades. called a mini split. And I don't know I don't know HVAC a lot, but it's an air conditioner, smaller. They call it a mini split. Cool. Yep. Well, well shoot, God, we've been all over the place on this one, so <laughs> we are very random today. So let's get to our our main topic, which we told you last week was going to be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We all mostly watched it. That's a very good way of putting that. I watched it <laughs> twice. We, we mostly twice. watched it. I had a whole week on the couch. Dude, on Percocet. Did, did, so did anybody out there watch it? Can you imagine? I don't know. Did, did they? Did, did, they did any of our listeners watch it? 
Maybe they'll wait to to watch it after we give our own stellar yeah. review. Or like, is it still relevant kind of thing? Maybe. So, um, Dustin actually took notes. He's got, like, notes here. So <laughs> I haven't re- I started reading these while we were preparing, and I'm like, what was I? Uh, you were on Percocet, dude. I was high on Percocet. <laughs> I don't know what I was actually talking about there. <laughs> that is so funny. Maybe. He wrote Let's down start with squirrels. you, John. Oh. Since okay. you watched most of it. Okay. What's your, how, does it hold up? I do think it holds up, yes. Uh, my quick answer is yes, it does hold up. I, the copy that I watched was not HD and, you know, looked like the, the VHS. So it was like you were watching it back in the 80s. It really, I mean, it was pretty authentic in a bad way. It um, was, it's a DVD version. That's why it's not Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't so know. So it's probably 240 and not. Well, set, I think it's 720 or 480. 480? Really? 480? Wow. Yeah, 480. Okay. So anyway, wasn't resolution aside and pixely aside or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so the whole premise of this movie revolves around how boring school is. And that's I thought, what you thought the premise of it? I thought it was so funny. <laughs> that's what I got okay. out of it. I, I don't really think, I didn't think it was revolves around school being boring. Okay. I, I think, think that it was, was a, yeah, go ahead. Missed opportunity. I don't want to miss this opportunity on this great day to go have fun. I mean, sure. I, there's an argument for that, and and they talk about that in the film. But every time it pans back to school, everybody is so miserable, so miserable. In every classroom, not just the one where he goes Bueller, <laughs> Bueller you know, not just his classroom. There, it showed several other teachers' classrooms, and everyone just wanted to die. And I thought yeah, that, that was so accurate. Yeah, that is kind of true <laughs> when they pan back to the class. Yeah. Am I the only one who liked school? It probably. And then they're like, uh, I've got a test on, this is in the opening scene, I believe. I've got a test on European communism or something like that. First of all. Socialism. Yeah, European socialism. First of all, I'm never going to Europe. Because I don't have a car. That was his thing. I, I'm never going to go to Europe because I can't drive. And then he's like, and I don't really care what they are. And I just thought that was so funny. I don't know. So I liked school. but my For friend, all the wrong reasons. I love school. I went every single day. I never <laughs> miss a single day. But my friend Justin... Justin. He liked school a lot, too. Your friend Justin's a oh, troublemaker, man. Justin. But there was just... There was like... One or two times where Justin was like, oh, man, look at the weather outside. It's nice. Oh, man, I could be doing something else. Justin may have played hooky from school. So so speaking of... So hold on. Let, oh. Don't start that. Oh, Let's stay on the movie for a little okay. while here for a all minute. Right, all right. We can so, get to all that later. So I also found it super amusing that the movie starts off with him faking it and winking at his sister. Like, oh, I'm so sick, but sister, keep this going, you know? And she's, she's not even a huge fan of him. But they still have this, like, sibling, fine, I'll do it, I hate you, but whatever. I, You know, ultimately I would want to get away with this and have you back me too, so fine, I'm, I'm out of here, you do your thing. I thought you, he, was, he was daring her to call him on it and then kind of get in trouble because, oh, you just hate your brother type of thing, you and, know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, no, he did bait her, he did. Uh, he was definitely a masturbator, but... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so uh, <laughs> later on, Scott just face palms. 
<laughs> then later on, everyone's like collecting money for him. They've got the billboard on the water tower. You know, it's just it's just so over. The, it's in the newspaper. You know, local boy deathly ill or whatever. And she just she's had enough. You know, I can't take it anymore. And uh, well, the whole character line kind of builds on Ferris kind of being the golden child, spoiled kind of brat. Gets but, everything. But no, but doesn't get everything because he doesn't get a car. True. She has a car. True. And she so, does say that. you know, she's kind of sick, you know, oh, I'm so sick of him. And, and it seems like any time, probably when she tried to bring something up about something he did, she probably got shot down. And so that was kind of the whole thing is like, Haha, I'm playing sick, winky, winky. And he knows that <laughs> if she says something, she's going to get in trouble. You know, they're not, they're going to believe her. They're going to believe Ferris. And so, yeah, that was kind of a, you know, I realized Ferris is a bully. Mm hmm. He's absolutely a bully. When he gets into the Ferrari, which he know is is absolutely giving his buddy the worst heartburn, he gets in so coyly, like and I'm getting, I'm him getting away with this. Here I go. Stop me if you dare, if you can. He's a total bully. Yeah, so I realized that, yeah, he was but, pretty much bullied his way through that whole movie. But there are a couple ways to bully. You could bully one way where... You hate the world, and the way that you bully causes utter misery for everyone. Or you could bully like Ferris did, which was, I'm going to basically force you to have a good time. And both both of the people that he forced to do stuff did have a good time. His his buddy opened up, and I can't remember his name. I don't think he forced. Cameron. I, don't, Cameron. I, I think there was that back and forth between Cameron and Ferris, but I don't think there was that back and forth between his girlfriend, Simone? Sloan? Sloan? Sloan. And Ferris. I mean, I see what you're saying, but he was still acting quite bullyish, especially the Cameron. And, but ultimately, Cameron was having a blast because of it versus Cameron had a mental breakdown, which I guess you could argue he did. But, you know, <clears throat> I, uh, I just kind of had a mental breakdown. Yeah, I do see the bully aspect. But, but Cameron is kind of that whole character of Cameron is kind of, uh, you know, the me the pity me i'm never gonna do anything because i have an excuse for everything you know it kind of seems like they've been friends for a long time but he's always had to force him to do something hey let's go here i don't feel good blah 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 i mean obviously he's not sick but dude you know when he got out of bed and got into the car the white car and it didn't and he's like revving he's like son of i hate the freaking world And I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's an intense reaction to that. You know, just so put off by his car not working perfectly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Seems like that type. Angry. I have to say before I forget, Scott, since you picked on me first, I really enjoyed when uh, Simone's father picks her up. Sloan? Sloan. I don't know her name. Sloan. Her name is Sloan. Sloan, when her dad picks her up. And he and her dad says, "All right, give dad a kiss," <laughs> and and boy, you know they have a kiss, and the principal looks at it real oh, awkwardly. So that's how it is in oh. their family. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> so funny. <laughs> oh, I laughed really hard on that part. That was pretty great. So, for me, this is like a lot of um, John Hughes films. It's always on the surface funny, but it's got this dark undertone. Um, to me, and I think that's Cameron and the the whole 
situation he has with his family where it's just a really bad situation all the time. And, uh, you know, at the end he has to figure out a way to deal with that. And Ferris kind of forces him to do that a little bit. So I kind of appreciated a little bit of that, um, not a little more serious part of it. The serious part of, of Cameron having to be serious or the serious part of Ferris not wanting Cameron to be so serious. Well, kind of both. He he kind of takes this really bad situation that Cameron's in and kind of shows that, hey, you can enjoy life. You know, you, there is a way out. You can overcome this. And obviously, we don't really find out if he does. I mean, do you ever wonder what happened to Cameron? Yeah, I actually thought that. Like, Well, they talk about it the whole film. No, they don't Cameron's talk about... Cameron's going to go to college, and I'm going to do this. No, no, no. Or, or like, no, Ferris says that. What happened the, after the Ferrari went out yeah, the back of his, the garage oh, and hit the ground? When his dad comes home, what happened? Gotcha. He was flayed. They never really deal with that. Did did that resolve the issues? Did it make him worse? If, if that's my Ferrari going out the back of the garage? Worse. First off, here's my pet peeve. Who leaves the keys laying around for a Ferrari like that? If you love that car so much, the keys are not anywhere in the They're house. They're in the safe. They're not. They're that, in your pocket. That car is not 24/7. moving. 24-7. There's, a, there's a, a club on the steering wheel. Like That car is not going to move anywhere, no matter how hard you try. So, so I mean, is his dad an idiot because he I mean does he take some blame because he left access to the car I don't know one of my favorite lines is speaking of the car is when they turn it over to the the valet <laughs> guy and he goes that was fast trust me I'm, I'm a I'm professional oh, but yeah. he <laughs> he does it in that he does it in the really? trust me he kind of raises his voice I'm a professional yeah he gets kind of hippie on him almost like if you had a hippie sounding tone like peace love and trust me brother i got this yeah and then the next scene is them you doing them drifting around the corner <laughs> throwing their arms up okay here's another part um that i noticed the technology was very good and he's a bit of a nerd or a geek or whatever the stupid fight over those two words are to me they're the exact same dumb thing but whatever you know he's got some kind of c- computer controlled recorder that's on some kind of a loop, you know, connected to a stereo and it's connected to the home speaker system. So if somebody buzzes the house, it activates and talks to that. He's got it for the phones, you know, he's, he had some pretty elaborate pretty setups. Yeah. To it made he, no sense whatsoever. He put a lot of, are you saying well, not possible? It made no sense. Yeah. Whatsoever. It's not really, it's it not realistic, but it, to think that he put that much thought into his day off, I thought I was impressed with that. It's he didn't do it, you know, halfway. He went all out on his day off. He fooled his mom, fooled his dad, he fooled the principal. He got slown out of school. I mean, he put a lot of thought and energy and work into this well, day. If he so. put so much thought and energy into it, why didn't he change his day absences before the movie started? <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, hack, yeah. you hack into the computer that system and funny. change your absences from nine to two while you're, you know, playing the gig. I guess. Here, here's another funny thing, you know, Simone's dad, Sloan or Sloan, uh, her relative, right? She gets told that her relative's going to die so awkwardly that I think she really thought she lost a relative and then was relieved 
when she found out that it was. Uh, no, I think no, she knew. She knew. Ferris she is gets, in at school today. He's going to bust me out. She sees the nurse enter. She starts putting her coat on, packing up her books like she knows she's Before, out of there. Yeah, as soon as the nurse walks in, she starts putting her clothes on, her jacket on, and I picking up her books. I don't know. I just the, the, It the, was pretty funny how awkward that was, though. Can you imagine having the school? You can't stop the podcast and look at a message. I'm sorry. You just throw the, the loop off. I'm getting a call from uh, somebody at the vault that... Uh, has tried twice now to get a hold of me uh-huh. and uh well if you have to step out you have to step out yeah but um yeah so to this point though and you guys could be right she might have known the whole time and of course he is her boyfriend and of course she is she's got to be used to that kind of stuff but i do think for a second when the nurse is talking to her she's like is this real and then of course she realizes you know, it's not real, but I just can think you, there was can that. Can you imagine if that is real, though, having the nurse tell you like that? That's you, so if it awkward. was real. You got you to gotta step back and look at the character, though, of Ferris right from the start. I'll be right and back. she would have to know that that something was up because he he's doing the whole semantic or kind of stuff at home with his parents. And then there's people worried about him. The principal's so worried about him. I mean, that's the only thing you're going to devote your whole day to busting one kid. (laughs) So like he must be the pretty popular. I mean, and then he's calling in on the payphone, and kids are talking to him on the phone. Oh, Ferris is getting me out of summer school. I hope he doesn't die, you know? And so to me, it's kind of funny when you, when you look at that day and I'm putting my little air quotes up as we say day, how long is a school day? Right. And he does, like three days worth of stuff. Yeah, that was my other. That was one of the in notes. One I took. day. How many hours are in Ferris's day? Because he got up, he sat by the pool. I know. He got up, took his or fooled his parents. Then his parents went to the work. Then he got in the shower, and then he set up the mannequin. <coughs> he went uh, sat by the pool. Then he called Cameron like four or five times. Called the school, and then called Cameron again. And then Cameron finally came over. And then they called the school to get, to get Sloan, Sloan out. out. And then they go pick up Sloan. And then they go downtown. And they have the whole the whole car scene, too, where he goes and gets the car. They go to lunch. Go to lunch. And that takes forever. They because go to a baseball game. Go to a baseball game. Go to a museum. Go to a parade. Go oh, they sit went in to the, the hot tub. To the top of the building first. Oh, yeah. They top went to the, the top building. of the building. Sat in a hot tub for a while. What else did they do? They go back to Cameron's house and put the car, car up on jacks. jacks to try and reverse it for a while. So, well, whose whose house were they at at the hot tub? Were they at Ferris's house? I guess. I don't know. Because Cameron's house was in the forest and there was never any sign, so they must. So yeah. So then they had to go to Ferris' house, sit in the hot tub till he got out of his coma. Then they drove the car back and put it up on jacks. Yeah. His and then it's six o'clock and he runs home from Cameron's right. house. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty Which looks like it's like a twenty mile run. Through like yeah, four hundred backyards. So that was one amazing day. Ferris Bueller's day off. And what about the principal and his secretary? Like the secretary cracks me up. I love her. She's, she's so yeah, funny. she's way funny. And she's like, there's, and they just show like, like that clip where he's talking on the phone and she's pulling the pencils out of her hair. <laughs> he pulls like four or five <laughs> pencils out of her hair. And then when he's on the phone and then he's like, Grace, and he puts the phone down and then she picks it up and it's camera on the other side. And she's like, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. 
She was awesome. And when his sister came in, she's like, basically, that's none of your business. Yeah, and what was the, and she said to the sister, oh, what's wrong with you this time? So it's kind of like her sister's a perpetual tattletale, I guess, or, or something. Yeah, she obviously was very familiar with her, and which is funny that they're like so inclined, or they're so worried about busting Ferris, and he must be this big character, but like, like Edward Rooney, the principal always referred to him as that punk or that kid or this kid. I'm going to get this kid. He never said, I'm never, I'm going to sink Ferris Bueller. You know, that was kind of funny. I had totally forgotten about the, uh, scene in the jail with, uh, what's his name? Um, with the sister. What's his name? Oh yeah. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. I totally forgot that he was in that movie at that point. Drugs. (laughs) I don't do drugs. Are you in for drugs? Yeah, that was funny. And then she gets to the point where she's like, if you say Ferris Bueller, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to rip your nose off or something. And then he goes, oh, you know him? (laughs) So even like the crackhead drug dealer Uh, even knows him. You know, one of the scenes that I forgot about was um, when Edward Rooney goes to the pizza place (laughs) and there's those two girls playing (laughs) the video games and she has that leather jacket and he's like, uh, you're mine. You're mine. <laughs> and she turns around and sucks up the soda in her straw and spits it in his face. That was pretty funny. And then he goes and while he's wiping his thing off, he misses them on the TV as he catches the fly ball. Yeah, at the baseball game. Mm-hmm. One other thing, they also had time to go back to Sloan's house and set up a answering machine recording and then go back to Cameron's house and set up an answering machine recording so that when Edward Rooney called Sloan, it got the mortuary when they called... And the phone number, uh, they called her house, and then it led him to the mortuary, which was on Cameron's Aston machine. Right. You know, it was, they had an elaborate setup. They were uh, all over it. So it, it was, it did hold up well. Um, there's, the language was a little harsher than I remembered it. They, uh, yeah, I, I want to say that too. I was, um, I mean, it is PG 13. Right. But it's kind of the same thing. This last week I watched The Goonies. Yeah, and I realize how much swearing, how much how much language is in Goonies too. Yeah, those old movies. You, you, I don't know, but they. Uh, I just don't remember them that way, and I, with the language that they had, and I mean it's not bad language, but it's definitely. I didn't realize that they had used so much um, swearing in were, those movies. I just don't recall that at all. There was one. There was a couple of things that Cameron said that I was really surprised. I was like, oh, man, I don't even remember that at all. And not that it was, like, super bad, but it was it was just kind of funny, I guess. Um, what else is on your notes? Let's see. The whole restaurant scene is hilarious. Um, they go to the restaurant, and then he's looking at the thing, and then the whole, here we go again with phone calls, you right. know, and he gets on the phone, and then that other guy gets on the phone, and... A Roman, the sausage king of America, and they pull that whole thing off. Or Chicago, yeah. And then his dad, he runs into his dad like throughout the day so many times. I know. And like when they come out of the restaurant, the dad's waiting there to get to a cab, and they're standing up on the thing, and they put their glasses on. I'm like, the logical option is just to walk away. Right. Like walk in the opposite direction. But no, they got to steal the cab away from him. Yep. So they steal the cab away from him. Yeah, it was just kind of funny. 
I don't remember the restaurant scene. I'm back. Lewis. You, you uh, don't remember I went the major D? I can't remember that part. I might have been distracted at that part. I don't remember. You're probably text, I might texting have been or Twitter <laughs> or something. <laughs> You know one of the other the other tagline back to the pizza restaurant and they're watch and so it's when we miss uh, Edward Rooney seeing him on TV and he says to the guy who's winning and the guy goes <laughs> or no he, he says, goes what's the what's score what's the score nothing nothing who's winning <laughs> the Bears and then he winds up the he winds up the paper towel and throws it like he's a baseball player that was that hilarious. part was really funny that's pretty funny <laughs> who's winning. Zero zero, the bears. Yeah, mm. and then how about the part where um, they're in the cab and they pull up next to Ferris's dad in the yeah. cab and they duck down like instantly fast, like he looks back and then they're gone, and then she starts doing the "Hey, big boy" kind of you know, googly eyes for the dad, right. like oh man, really? That was kind of funny, and he's never brought his girlfriend around. I know, right? She's never she's never shown up and so speaking of girlfriends not showing up the part where this the principal's in uh, Ferris's house and the sisters there yeah and they both think that they've they've won it big you know they both they're caught both, him they're both tickled you know like okay this is this is awesome and she jumps out so wussy like yeah you know like oh i got you. just like a total sissy sister i don't know well i think i think i don't think she was wanting to kick ferris in the face no no no, no. she's jumping out to say i caught you right but the way she did it was so like sistery you know yeah 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 and then the principal's like gotcha ferris you know or whatever <laughs> can you imagine how terrified you would be in that situation i totally think her response was like on point, Kicks you know, do a freaking Bruce Lee to his face in a totally unrealistic, like, okay, you know, <laughs> right. that was a foot prop where they're just like, you know, right. <laughs> no, I'm pretty oh. sure she really did that. I don't think so. I think so. I don't. I think she totally kicked him in the face nope. several times. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, that part was, I thought that part was super funny. Um, let's see. Are Great. we going off your list? Oh, I was just touching on a couple notes because you, oh. you left. Okay. Um, who leaves the keys in the Ferrari? That still just gets me. Um, the parade float. Oh, gosh. Uh, Don't get me started. One of the coolest parts of the movies, but really super unrealistic. Like, Why is it the coolest part of the movie? First off, uh, I, I just think it's, I, I, I think it's a cool part of the movie. Yeah, it's really cool. Ferris takes over a whole parade. I mean, that's how cool he is. He can just hijack a parade that just happens to be going through town and make it his own. Goes through town on a work day. It's obviously being judged. When they pan away up in the air, there's no other floats. It's just a bunch of people in the street. And who's going to let some punk kid on the on the float to sing He's two Ferris songs? Bueller, man. And then they have a choreographed dance crew on the stage dancing. Waiting for him to sing, yeah. So, I thought... Totally realistic if you're Ferris Bueller. I thought that the friends going up to the float and like, what are you doing? You're going to die was like a dumb response. I, I didn't understand. I didn't get that 
And then the police come up to him, obviously, like they would anyone that was getting too close to the float. And then they don't pull Ferris because obviously he's on the float. So he he's supposed to be there. Did you notice he like punches one of the girls in the face? No, I didn't. Uh, part of the song, he like takes his fist and knocks her on the cheek softly. Not not egregiously, but hmm, I, I, didn't notice I don't that. know if that was why these days. <laughs> By accident? <you laughs> no, think? on purpose. Oh. It's like part of the skit where he just kind of on the on the chin, just kind of like that. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> You'd be all kinds of flack about that these days. It's but. kind of funny, though, how how far... I mean, Ferris Bueller, it was kind of a big movie of the day, but for it to be still influencing pop culture today is amazing to me because they just had like those, was it Pizza Hut? Um, It was... Domino's? I don't know. I don't know. Remember which... Honda. No, it was a pizza company and Ferris is running through all... Some kids running through all the backyards. It was a commercial they just had just barely recently. Hmm. Some kid running through the backyard trying to beat his delivery driver oh, home. Yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah, playoff Ferris Bueller. Totally. Well, uh, did the you whole, see all those? That was the same kid and all bunch of pizza cut commercials that were all Ferris Bueller inspired. Which to me is funny. I mean, it's a well, it's still it's, it's a thirty year old movie, and it's still listed as one of America's top ten overall movies. And I, I would I would still put it in that top ten. Daniel showed me the Honda commercials that Ferris Bueller did, or at least his character did. And a lot of people thought that that was going to bring a Ferris Bueller 2 kind of thing going on, but it didn't. And it was just Honda commercials. That's what I thought you were going with. So, uh, you know, they tried, they did a one season of Ferris Bueller TV series. They did? Yeah. Was it horrible? No, I don't know. But it wasn't, um, what's Matthew? Matthew Broderick. Broderick. He wasn't. The huh. so it was different cast, but it was Jennifer Aniston, I think was uh, either the sister of Sloan and then one of the other girls. There was another girl that was kind of hmm. a newcomer, but it only I lasted one season. Yeah, it was like ten or twelve or something episodes. I don't remember that at all. Hmm. I didn't watch it. I good. just I looked it up on IMDb. Hmm. Interesting, but yeah, you know, you got the whole Bueller Bueller. I mean, oh, yeah. that happens. Clear eyes commercial. Remember that. Every clear eyes guaranteed yeah. to remove redness. Well, anytime right. you're it's anywhere, there's somebody's trying to ask a question and then nothing mm-hmm. happens. Right. Somebody brings that up and makes fun of it. Bueller, Bueller. Right. By the way, did you notice when he was uh, before he got to Bueller that he? <laughs> this is so funny for classrooms because they always do alphabetical. All red, all, all three, all, all, all color, all, all flights. There all are like v- 10 A's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they get to Bueller. And did you know it was after Bueller? They jumped all the way to like F something. Really? It was like so Fredericks or yeah. it goes from Bueller to something. I, I, thought, I thought that, that was, was hilarious that they skipped CDE. <laughs> well, because it's totally dependent on, on who you have in your class, right? And it's always alphabetical. So you could have any... Any crazy mix, but you have this big chunk of A's randomly, and then, and then one B, and then skip a bunch of letters, right. and his, I thought that was funny. What's another one on your list there? Did you finish your list? Some of those kids in the classroom I noticed were, you know, they went on to be much bigger actors sure. than than just the um, classroom extras. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I actually recognized a couple of the faces in the classroom. I couldn't tell you 
who they were, what they did, but I think Christy Swanson was one of them. I, I, I didn't know their names either, but I noticed that too. Did you notice when the nurse comes to the door? No. And she's the nurse. It's like the canogram or the telegram. Did you notice who the one oh, guy on the left? Oh, 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 uh, Louis. Louis. He's a big comedian. Louis C.K. Was it Louis C.K.? I Maybe. can't remember what his name mm-hmm. is. Isn't he a big scandal now? I, that's the only Louis I can think of. But it's he was comedian, dressed up in that kind of delivery boy outfit. So speaking of uh, inappropriate parts of the movie, good grief. As a youth, I did not understand the car scene. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know who the guy was in the car, but he's reading the newspaper, and that's where it shows. That's first his dad. That's his dad. Okay, so he's hiding from his dad. I missed that. Anyway, uh, so she's like <laughs> so seductively winking at him, we smooching at him. About. Oh, I, I did was, you did you hear? Uh, maybe you weren't here. I wasn't. But we were saying. Here. Well, then doesn't she ever bring? Doesn't she ever come to the house? Ferris. Doesn't oh. bring his girlfriend by. Well, wouldn't that be awkward? Because then she starts giggling, and it looks a lot like something else. <laughs> and so, you know, I just thought that was so funny. And as a kid, I did not, I would never have made that connection. I did never make that connection. So uh, that was pretty amusing. But, uh, yeah, the whole rhyme at the doorstep, the, the nurse-a-gram or whatever, yeah, that was interesting. As no, well. it wasn't Louis C.K. I can't remember what the dude's mm-hmm. name is. I'm trying to get IMDb back up, but so here's here's something that happens in the first, I don't know, thirty seconds of the movie, and this was kind of like a heartbreaker for me. It shows the MTV on the TV, and they're cutting mm-hmm. the front of the MTV off the chainsaw. Remember how cool MTV used to be? Yep, I do. Like MTV was just the it awesomest, really did and now really it's cool. horrible. Yeah, it's like the worst channel ever. Yep. Is it still on? It's still on, and it's not nearly what it used to be. It used to be really cool. I know it's still on. I was just kidding. Oh, okay, that's a good <laughs> point. Yes. So here's one I've got for you. When Principal parks outside Ferris's house, <laughs> okay, he's he's there for maybe an hour, or probably less. He gets ticketed and towed. Okay, I parked in front of a fire hydrant. I know, but I think that is more a call to how petty and obnoxious um, tow companies are. I bet Ferris arranged that to happen. Do you think? He's Ferris. He can do that. I mean, he can, but I, I think that that was put in there because the story had been so... Uh, it's everything that could go wrong went wrong with that guy, which is hilarious. Did did you see when he took? He's in the thing and he's stepping in the mud and his shoe gets buried. Right? Yeah, yeah. he's on the turns faucet. the hose on and washes everything. Did you see what he did with the hose? No, he stuck it he in just the stuck it in the ground and <laughs> with left the water it on. on. Yeah, <laughs> like that's gonna cause a house to flood if you leave that on long enough like that. So speaking of house flooding, the whole shoe stuck in the mire. Next to the f- next to the spigot, that homeboy needs to get that spigot repaired. No, you got a major leak going on if you've got quicksand right there. <laughs> that is bad, you know. But everything bad did happen to the guy. I mean, uh, from Bruce Lee kicking him in the face to the dog, you know, just that whole thing. But I really think that parking ticket thing was just a, just a jab at how obnoxious it is. It maybe not. Maybe it was totally benign, but I think that it was a jab. It could have been. It is funny that he's there. I mean, he couldn't have been there that long. He wasn't. 
I know he wasn't. <laughs> well, and he was there obviously. He was there obviously all day long. And then because he went to the pizza place, and then he went to Ferris's house, and his car got towed, so he never left. So he was at Ferris Bueller's house all day long. And then think about this: the whole proverbial "you're chasing the tow guy," you know, as the <laughs> tow guy gives you the middle finger out the back window, right? You just, oh, you're such a freaking oh. Whatever, and it was a pretty long day. I think we established that when you were gone, that it was a, a an unusually long day. Yeah. Yes, that's like a wow. They a got six, a lot done. A six in the morning till <laughs> midnight type day. That's pretty funny. I like uh, when his car's getting towed away, and he's trying to put the key in the door for what purpose? Yeah. And the car's going like a half of a mile an hour, and you can't keep up with it. And then he's like, "My keys!" As the, the car drives away. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. It does remind me that whole him, everything bad happening to him actually reminds me of Home Alone. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, did you guys watch? Have you ever watched the ending credits? No. Not so you didn't care. So the ending oh, at credits. The end? You didn't stay all the way through the credits? Does he have, does, do they play little snippets in it? He gets on no. the school bus as they're doing the credits. And like, so the school bus pulls up and it's, he's, he's walking home from Ferris's house and the bus driver's like, Mr. Rooney. And so he gets on this bus full of kids and they're the high school kids and he walks all the way to the back and there's that girl with the big Coke bottle of glasses. You want a gummy bear? They're (laughs) nice and soft because they've been in my pocket all day and he takes it and he just hucks it forward (laughs) into the bus. And then he looks over and that, that folder says save Ferris. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that safe Ferris bit was hilarious throughout the whole thing. In the newspaper, on the news, on the water tower. On, Did you, you know. stay all the way to the very end, though? What are you still doing here? Yeah. Go, Go home. home. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. I have in the past, but I didn't I didn't make it that far this time. Not for the recap, no. Uh, what else is on your stickies? I, that, that's it. I didn't really have it. I mean, I just written down kind of points throughout the whole and Scott and I touched on a couple of them. Oh, I forgot about the secretary. The whole mannequin in bed. <laughs> Did we talk about that? We didn't talk about no. that. No. And I wanted to mention that, too. Okay. Go ahead, since you brought it up. Well, first off, I guess that's pretty ingenious that you put a mannequin in your bed and that you're able to make it snore. But then when your mom comes home and she's talking about nine, she's thinking of nine absences and she opens that door and the mannequin moves and then she closes it and then she opens it again. And I'm like... Come on, the gig's up. Like, at that point, do you really just turn and walk away? Did you see the mannequin arm hanging outside the covers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. It's like... It's uh, like brown. It's totally brown. Yeah. It's like, it's did, not did your son get a sun... Major suntan? You don't did, notice that you No, no, no. You did your son a, get his arm burnt off and singed and then fire? It, it wasn't laying correctly either, uh, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah. the, you're the dumbest mom I've ever I met. Know. But I, I do remember being a kid and remembering how cool it would be to have a, ma- a mannequin after that whole show. Yeah. Like, what, does people just have mannequins lying around their house back then? You know, all these old shows, they all have mannequins fooling their parents. I've never had the opportunity to pick up a mannequin. Have either of you? No. No. I've never had that opportunity. So how the heck do you get them? I have no idea. You that would have like, been really cool as a kid to have a, a mannequin, though, man. You could shoot it with BB guns and so there's I mean, a there's karate kick it and all kinds of use it to fool your parents when you when your friend wants to skip school. There's a guy in my neighborhood, and they built this great big giant garage addition on their house, 
and the garage in the bottom is for cars. Like he, he does a bunch of car stuff, but he kind of did the same thing as you has a bonus room above the garage. And at Halloween time, he dresses up this freaky, freaky mannequin and puts it in the window. And so the lights are off. And so you can't really tell what it is. Like before I really figured out what it was, like I was like, you'd already wet your pants before you figured it out. Creeper in the window up there. But (laughs) yeah, nice. it'd be fun to have a mannequin. It would be way cool to have a mannequin. You know what? Okay, we need a quest. We're going to go find a mannequin now. I got to tell you this before we have that quest. It's related to the mannequin. My sister did hair school. (laughs) So she has a mannequin head? And when you do hair school, you've got several mannequin heads to do styles and stuff and practice your, your craft on. Well, my brother's friend, Clark... Uh, thought it would be funny to put the mannequin's head up like this in the car so that it looks like a passenger on the r- on the left side of the car <laughs> and he and the friend was a passenger on the right side of the car and then to be driving in traffic and reach over and just hit the mannequin head as, <laughs> as he can and like shaking it around and then dropping it. Anyway, like as the driver, cops got called. No, no, no. As the passenger, Mm -hmm. cops got called on this particular assault case. (laughs) And my brother's friend Clark had some uh, some answering to do. Mm. Yeah, just look all the fun you could have with the mannequin. A lot of fun. You could have a 16 hour (laughs) day. We should find one. Yes, you could have a 16 hour (laughs) day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you if you ever come in and visit me at the library. And there's like audio of snoring and like a mannequin hand like out to the side. Tapping on its keyboard. Just smile and shut the door and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Because if I ever go to that kind of effort, I need to be rewarded. All right. You got it. That's a lot of work. (laughs) Anything else? On first Last thoughts. One cool thing. This is... I guess this is kind of a plug for IMDb, but I, I've never really paid attention to IMDb until we started kind of doing these movie reviews. It's kind of cool to go into these and they have like trivia and like bloopers and kind of stuff and connections. If you really want to like learn about a movie, you should check it out. Um, IMDb. The movie is awesome. I've been using that for years now for that type of stuff. I use it a lot too, but I've never really gone into the deep dive of what's, you know, mm. I, I watch trailers. I kind of look at the synopsis. I look at kind of the parental guide and stuff like that, but I've never really like gone and looked at trivia and bloopers and, and what people say about it. But yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I love MD. It seems like once a movie, when I'm watching a movie, where have I seen that guy before? Out comes the yeah. phone with IMDb. Oh, yeah, he was in that other movie. So What I don't appreciate IMDb for is their ratings. I find them to be wrong. I don't ever look at their ratings. I don't ever look at a rating at all because I people like movies for different reasons. And right, I agree. I like to... My my um, mother and father-in-law, they're, they're big into, oh, man, I, I'm not going to go see that movie. I only got two stars. It looks like a good movie. I'm going to go see it. And most of the time I go and see it and I like it. I'm going to make my own decision. I don't care what you say. If you say it's two stars, I don't care. You're not the boss of me. Yeah, exactly. If you say it's five stars, all you're doing is making it more likely that I go in the first place. But I'm not going to not go 
I just might go faster. That's what she's All I know is that uh, the higher stars it has, the more likely I am to be disappointed in it, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that's sometimes true. Well, they let you down. Because you build up all these expectations yeah. about how great a movie is, and then you go and it's... You, movies just can't live up to the hype you build for them in their in your own head, you know? I it's think hard. we should do an episode where we go back and watch The Matrix. We already did The Matrix. And do a review on it. No, we didn't watch it and then do a review. We just talked about it. We just it. talked about The Matrix. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe I okay. watch it well, we probably once every six months. Really? So. Oh, that movie's so good. I think I'm gonna. It buy is a it. good movie. I really like that movie. You don't have it? No, I bought it. You and suck. Got rid of it because I didn't want to have R-rated oh, movies that's right. at, at my kids' access. But then I was really thinking about it, and I'm like, um, I watched Batman Begins with my son, and there's nothing in the Matrix that's worse than Batman Begins. I mean, they're so dang violent. So I don't know. I feel mm. like it's a I feel like once again, the only reason that movie got an R rating is because of the closing credits. IMDb it. You'll find out because of the swearing in the closing credits. Says four F words in the closing credits song. That's so So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, I feel like I'm probably just going to do it anyway. But um, I do really like that movie. That's such a good movie. Okay. So speaking of movies, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Are we going to do? Okay. So we did the really crappy ones, and that was really hard. Are we gonna do like Better Off Dead and Sixteen Candles and you know Breakfast Club that kind of stuff? This was a lot more enjoyable. Well, I don't know. There's something kind of fun about it's reviewing so a, a crappy movie. <laughs> Revisiting a movie was kind of fun. And when we kind of talked about what movie we wanted to do, I wanted to do Goonies, and you guys came up with Ferris Bueller. I didn't come up with Ferris Bueller, but I'd do Goonies. So you watched. You wanted Ferris Bueller. The reason I picked Ferris Bueller is because I hadn't seen it in such a long time, and I just watched Goonies. It was on TV not too long ago, so I had just seen it, and I wanted to do something I hadn't seen for a while. And I didn't care because I liked either one, but after I watched Ferris Bueller last week being at home, then I was like, I'm going to watch The Goonies, and I really I really enjoyed watching The Goonies again. Hey There's a bunch of movies. you guys. I want to watch The Breakfast Club again. Like I love that I movie, I've too. I have even seen it. You've, You've never, never seen, seen The Breakfast seen Club? I don't think so. Is it R? Oh, yes, it is R. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. It is? Yes, it is R. Yeah. It's got some pretty R-y things in there. intense language. Oh. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm just saying, like, and I didn't mean to bring up The Breakfast Club because we should watch that one, but I brought it up because it's that era. Is, right. is is more what I'm bringing up, you know, and Goonies is certainly a part of that era. And I have not seen Goonies in at least 15 years. So here's one other thing I noticed watching a lot of movies and a lot of TVs uh, last week while I was at home on the couch. In the 80s, we were so inventive with movies. Like, I mean, some of the most iconic movies came out of the 80s, some of the ones we've been mentioning today. And then we still have a lot of good movies, but how many... <coughs> Sorry. How many reboots movies I'm are out so there? I'm so sick of that. Like, I was watching... Blade Runner, and just the list could go on if we had a list. It's a big list. And some of those movies are good, too, the ones that are coming out. Like, I really like the new Jumanji, but, mm-hmm. like, we rebooted that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Like, is there nobody creative enough to come up... Like, why are we rebooting movies? And and TV shows, too. Like, um, they're rebooting Magnum P.I. Have you guys seen nice. that? Nice. <laughs> duct tape 
So I'm like, why are they rebooting? Oh, sorry, that's MacGyver. Magnum PI. They're getting into. I'm <laughs> they sure they rebooted MacGyver. They already did. Okay. Did they reboot A Team? Yeah, uh, they made a movie. I I agree with you, and I feel like the creativity right now is pretty pathetic. Even though our effects are phenomenal, the technology that they can pump into a movie right now is just insane. For for instance, I watched Pacific Rim, two. Okay. I did not ever feel like the special effects were fake. I knew they were. That's not the question. The point is, it never felt fake. And so they have all this crazy tech, and yet they can't freaking make a new movie? Come on. Pacific Rim's a new movie. It's not. It's basically Power Rangers with a different name. And also the Gundam uh, universe from anime it's so, so heavily influenced you can never make a giant robot movie ever again i think we no. need to spin this off I, onto another yeah. episode okay. because we're, 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 we're way, way over time and okay. we're getting way we're off topic too random okay but i right. i think this is something we should revisit because i kind of got this little pet peeve yeah. all right we, me let's too. do it we'll we save can. it maybe next week okay if we can't think of anything else <laughs> randomly pop into our head we can think all of right. a lot of stuff just ask me so we uh we're up to 863 listeners or downloads all right, 137 more. So this is 24 and 25. So by the time, what did we say? By the time we watched 20 or recorded 25 or? I think 26 by was going to be our live action replay. Let's do the 80s with a mannequin costume show. <laughs> wow. No? So Do I have you're to looking at me like, like this I, is a surprise to you, John. Am you I didn't know? Technicolored uh, vanilla ice pants? Yes. For so this show? I, I was thinking that maybe we should just say when we hit a thousand downloads, we'll do a live show rather than by episode 25 because I don't think we're going to make it. Well, that doesn't give our listeners a challenge, though. But if they're trying to play fair, then maybe we're still only right. getting. Uh, we'll do a live show eventually. To be fair, I haven't looked at the I haven't looked at the downloads in a couple of days, but we were at 863 as of Friday. So okay. I will keep you in my prayers that the syphilis in your eye will someday go away. It's getting cut off tomorrow, dude. I'm going in for surgery tomorrow. <laughs> More surgery? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll save that for next week. We're way over time, so we're out for John. Bye, Dustin. I hope I make it through my surgery tomorrow. We hope you make it too. I'm your host, Scott, and we're out for this week. See you later. Bye. Closing music. Where is it? Oh, multitask. See you later, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode. Um, why are you still here? Go home already. The show's over.